This is the Prosperous Feminine Podcast with Julie Steelman. Julie shares uncommon wisdom on feminine ways of becoming fully resourced so you can help save our beautiful planet. Listen in if you want to heal your money story and do your part to birth a planet-forward consciousness. Hey, it's Julie Steelman. Welcome back to the Prosperous Feminine. We are here to empower conscious feminine entrepreneurs like you. And I want to talk to you about limited income syndrome. Okay, you ready for this? You might want to get a pen and paper and make some notes. You know what I like to do instead of pen and paper is I type them in an email and I send them to myself and then it's easy to save all of them and I go back and refer to them. That's my little cheat that I do. And I just want to say how thrilled I am to actually guide you through some actionable steps. Okay, and so today's episode like is really all about what are the quick, fast, fun, easy things that you can do to break free from limited income syndrome. So let me talk about this a little bit. Let me unpack what this is. What I'm seeing with a lot of women that are around me and the women who hire me and that I work with is you're making money. You're paying your bills, you're paying your mortgage, the kids are in school or the grandkids are in school or, you know, everybody's good, right? It's all okay. But you're kind of making the same money two, three years in. If you're making the same amount of money two to three years in, like we need to do something so that you get some growth going. Because if that's the case for you, I can tell you right now, inflation, real estate and other things are outpacing your income generation. Post-COVID, a dollar is worth 25% less than it was pre-COVID. Okay, so we're working in a marketplace where the value of currency has completely shifted. So that's one of the things. The second thing is, you know, I see a lot of entrepreneurial women with these incredible arsenals of credentials and trainings and certifications and modalities, right? This massive toolbox that would be as big as two blocks. I know you're nodding your head if that's you, right? And there's this inability to turn those gifts into gold. And so you end up selling a modality or I'm a Reiki person or I do intentional creativity or you end up selling the modality, right? And the thing is, clients don't understand how that applies to them. Those modalities are amazing, right? We've all used them and gotten massive transformations from them. And, but you, my friend, have an incredible gift that you have yet to name that is about synthesizing all those things. There's something foundational in there, right? Like there's a core thing that you bring. The core thing that I bring with wildlife wisdom and money medicine is all about freedom and sovereignty. And I'll tell you this right now, if you really want financial freedom, like you really want it, first of all, you have to really want it. You can't play around with it. Like we can't play around with our spirituality and kind of sort of pray. We have to actually kind of get in ritual and get involved and engaged with it, right? You can't play around with financial freedom. You have to want it. Here's my new motto. Money loves clarity and then it can find you. I'm actually going to create merch with that on it because we need to have some merch too, right? Like we have cool things to say. So if you're serious about financial freedom coming from your business or your practice in a world at a time 
that is as it's incredibly destabilized. Let's take a moment and send light to Israel, to all factions, all sides, all parties. Let's send light to the consciousness of war clearing from humanity, right? Because it's happening in our world. We're carrying it too. So light to the completion of the consciousness of war across the board. We've come to a time when you can't play around with your sovereignty anymore, right? And what I'm going to talk to you about are some actionable steps that you can use to tackle this sort of inconsistent income problem, get you into some client attraction, attraction modes, and develop an inner money mindset that challenges you, especially if you're a midlife entrepreneur looking for financial stability and security because you've hit an age stage or you've hit a life milestone where you might be working until you're 95 if you don't change things. And I know a lot of you, that's not what you want. The thing is, you actually want your freedom and your choice because you don't know what curveballs are coming. To me, that's more the motivator, right? And, and so let's kick this off and talk about how to cultivate a prosperous mindset. I must say this about that. Working on your money story is not enough. I'm going to dispel the myth about money story. So my short answer to this is money story is fictional. So if you change your money story, it's fictional, right? It's like it doesn't do a lot for you. What we need to do is change what's underneath the problem that created the money story in the first place so that you can have a new lived experience and be living an authentic story where you're seeing yourself get traction and have success. And it's a significant distinction to stop mucking around with the surface level of the money story because what's at play is a money identity. There's a way that you identify with money that's creating a prosperous or lack of a prosperity mindset. It probably has a lot to do with conditioning, family circumstances, or the ways that you saw money used that you don't agree with, that don't align with your values. But the thing is, that's holding you back. It's creating limited income syndrome. I know people that generate multiple millions of dollars and have zero profit. And that's not a business model that you want because that's a lot of work and you got to keep it going, right? And you never get to profit and profit's a boundary. We'll talk about that in another time. So the first thing to do in cultivating, it's, it's really a prosperous heart set that will give you the mindset. It's much bigger than a mindset. It's actually a prosperity consciousness shift. It's a reconditioning. So the, you got to identify those limiting money beliefs around money. There's not enough. If I launch something, no one will buy. Like all this lack scarcity way that you talk to yourself, write down like the top three to five things that you say to yourself and you have to replace them and fake it till you make it with an empowering affirmation or money identity or some way you want to be around it. Every time I hear about money, right, I feel allergic Every time I think about making money in my business or my practice to grow it, I feel nauseous, right? So there's this 
money identity and relationship that is keeping you from moving forward. And it ends up becoming a trigger for our nervous system. So you can get into flight, fight, flee, or fawn. What I see the most is that people fawn and they abdicate. And fawning is all about not having sovereignty. You have to commit to a consciousness shift around prosperity. And you can't play around with it. You have to take it seriously. One of my shifts was if they knew what I knew, they would buy. Not because I was manipulative, but because I had the thing they needed. I just needed to say it in a way that they could see it and hear it. And so this all boils down to really messaging, right? And so what you want to do is when you identify those limiting money beliefs, like every time I think about making money, I just want to run and hide. How about every time I think about making money, I stand forward in my power because I know someone needs what I have and fake it till you make it, right? Fake it until you collect some evidence. The next thing is to visualize financial success daily. Seriously, I, that is part of my morning prayer is I see a rose garden flooded with money and there's this thriving and blooming. Like what's the energy you could match up with that? Maybe it's an animal. For me, I feel like a cheetah, right? Because they move fast and their speed and their stealth make some world-class athletes and that's how they move through the world. What's your animal? And pair it up, right? Make an affirmation that pairs up something that you love. It could be an animal, it could be a plant, it could be a symbol, anything, and make a new affirmation. One of mine, because I use the infinity symbol and it's becoming a brand, it's become a branded symbol for me, is money, wealth, and prosperity are constantly flowing in and out of me in ways that are good, that are healthy, and that are nurturing, and I get to keep some. You got to put the part in there about you get to keep some. Otherwise, it's dry by cash flow. And we'll talk about that another time, right? And so by consistently working on your mindset, you're going to shift your energy towards abundance and move into self-belief. See, the key here is you don't have a money problem. You have a self-belief, self-regard, self-trust problem. I promise you that's what it is, and it requires a transformational journey. Okay, second actionable step. You got to craft a stable income strategy. You can't just like hope, wish, and pray. So here's what I'm going to give you my little tip about money is it's metaphysical and it's physical, meaning it's energetic and it's physical. It's masculine and it's feminine. It's not one or the other of those. And so many conscious, spiritual, feminine entrepreneurs work only on the metaphysical part, hoping it'll all work out. It doesn't work like that. Why? Because spirit, universe meets you at the point of action. So when you just work on the metaphysical part and you don't step forward and take action, like invite people into enrollment sessions or make a program or make an offer or start talking to people in a way where they can see the value that you provide, you're not fulfilling your part of the infinity loop. And so it's all about, it ends up being a whole giving. Remember the whole over giving, under earning thing? This is where that comes in because you don't have a strategy. Right? So you got to define who's your ideal clients and what do they want? Not what you think they want, what they say they want. What do they say to a friend over a glass of wine? I wish I had. I wish I could, if only. 
Like make a practice of listening for that when you're in gatherings or groups or at a party. Listen, you're going to pick up sentences, interview ideal clients. How you develop a clear value message is by naming who your client is and what their biggest struggle is and what you know the solution is, right? It, the solution, hint, extra credit, is not one of your modalities. It's how that modality gives them what they want, okay? So if Reiki enhances your energy so that you can do more as a high-achieving entrepreneur, like, I want to know all about that. But if you just tell me you're, you do Reiki, I'm like, mm-hmm, yeah, so? I don't mean it in a rude way, but I don't get how it applies to me. I've studied Reiki, so I know. But anyway, you get the idea, right? If you're an artist and you do creative practices with people, so they can what? There has to be a physical outcome and result or human beings' brain cannot make a decision. So on the front end for you, you need a strategy because you need to be doing something and taking actions in physical world reality that match the level of metaphysical work you put into calling in prosperity, abundance, money, and wealth. But you also need to give your clients the energetic and the physical too. That's when everything aligns. It's a big deal. And so once you have that value proposition, you need to go out in the world and start talking about it. I call them heartfelt invitations. Are you struggling with? Would you like to know how to? And start talking about things. And what if... You could increase your income by 30%. What would that mean for you in your life? Well, let me tell you what I learned about it, right? What if you could harness the power of your creativity and access it in less than five minutes a day? What would that mean for your relationship with your husband? What would that mean for your personal practice and being more fulfilled every single day, right? So you can see how it mobilizes energy. You have to mobilize energy or people don't get what you're doing. I will say this about that. It's not the easiest thing to do in the world to actually have lucrative messaging, to land it in a way that people can hear and see that you know how you can solve their problem and to be able to put it out into the world, right? Which is why we need containers, which is why we need allies, which is why we need coaches, which is why we need to do it together. But that doesn't mean that you shouldn't keep trying and going, right? Commit, recommit. Okay, actionable step number three. You got to really develop the self-trust and self-belief muscles. Sometimes it's a fake it till you make it. One of the things is weekly is to challenge your comfort zone regularly. Maybe that's a social media post. Maybe that's it, jumping on a direct message with somebody who commented on your post and there was something that they said and you want to have a virtual coffee with them. Do it, right? Do something other than what you've been doing because you know what results that gets you, right? And acknowledge your achievements and celebrate them. Like even call friends and have a, an achievement and celebration Zoom session with some music. Like I'm serious about this. When I was in corporate America, you know, I worked at Microsoft and you have a one-on-one -on -one with your direct manager every single Friday for 30 minutes and it's super tight and it's super, you need to tell them what you accomplished that week. Do you know how hard it is to keep track of our accomplishments? Because we just do so much. 
we achieve so much and we give so much that we don't track the end end product of that, right? We don't track the impact that had. And I realized in these meetings and even in bigger board meetings where I'm a manager and there's 200 salespeople in the room and I get called to task on the results my team is producing, I better know the answers, right? Because I certainly don't want to be embarrassed and our team was killing it and I was killing it and I wanted to name that. So I started taking index cards and I would write down. If I did something with a direct report or I did something interdepartmental or I did something with the client, anything that shifted things, I started naming it. You've got to have a success tracker. What's the easiest thing for me using notes on my phone? And I just go, oh my God, I just changed someone's life. Oh my God, one of my clients just made $6,000. Oh my God, this just happened. Oh my God, one of my business besties had a breakdown and she shifted in 10 minutes. Like and name this stuff. Please, if you do nothing else, do that. Do that, do that, do that. The other thing is you've got to start making choices about what you're doing with your time. If you are five years into a training and you're still a Zoom square and you're still talking about the same things and you haven't launched them or done them, I want you to make a choice. Is that's productive for you or not? And you need to be around a supportive community of people that are going up so they lift you up and you need a mentor or an ally, or a coach, because we are in epically shifting times and we need help and we need people to carry us. I've got two mentors and two coaches going right now, and I wouldn't be where I am without being sandwiched between all of them. I need it. And because I'm moving fast and stuff is downloading fast, and I bet the same is true for you. We need people to bounce things off us who can see more for us than we can see for ourselves because I promise you, you're limiting your possibility. So these are just some quick things that you can do to get out of limited income syndrome. And I want you to pick one of these and do one of these. I actually think you should do all of them, but I want you to pick one of them and I want you to do it. And I want you to make a practice out of it because being in business and having a practice is sacred ritual because this is our soul work. And if you're serious about making good money and getting paid well for your soul work and fulfilling that big sense of impact, that promise that you know you can shift human consciousness, this is yours to do. You got to work on your inner game and your outer game because we got to line up the people who need you with what you're saying so they can find and hear you. It's not enough to just be putting it out there. We need your presence fully intact, which is why we got to get your prosperity consciousness shifted, okay? And so I want you to do the thing that resonates with you the most and commit to it. The other thing I want to invite you to do is book an income breakthrough call with me because I'm going to give you one hot actionable tip you can use because I'm going to see where your gap is. And then we're going to talk about how we can get you an income strategy for the long term in for the rest of the year, in this short period of time and into 2024. Like, wouldn't you rather start 2024 with money in the bank versus planning to have money in the bank? That's kind of what I'm all about. The people who've been working with me since June, everybody that has followed through on things I have given them has made a minimum of $6,000 in three weeks. Okay. And so I will tell you this. Everyone that has a, is, has a business or a practice, there's money around you you're unaware of. And there's a way 
for that money to come in. If you're feeling stressed about the holidays, if you want to leave everything behind and go on a vacation because you're not into the holidays, right? Like this is a good time to make a move. So email me at julie at juliesteelman.com and book an income breakthrough call with me. I promise you that it will be valuable because I'm here to impact a generation of women to get out of limited income syndrome, to retire happy, fulfilled, and financially free. And this is a journey. Financial freedom and income stability and financial security and earning power are a journey of self-sovereignty and you can't do it all by yourself because if you could, you already would have, right? And so I'm raising my hand and because I've been working with a lot of women for the last six months and they're getting massive results and they're super happy and none of them have compromised their values to do it. So remember to book that session, email julie at juliesteelman.com and with these actionable steps and determination, you can actually get on the path to financial freedom. So thanks for tuning into The Prosperous Feminine. I also want you to do something bold. I want you to share this podcast with somebody. I want you to either post it on Facebook or Instagram or email it. I want you to share this podcast with at least one other person. You would do me the greatest honor by doing that because I want to get to more and more women because we're changing the narrative in our culture right now. And the whole idea of the prosperous feminine is expanding this assumption to as many beautiful female minds as possible so that we can move into the care economy. And because we are mystics and we need money, because we need to be in the flow of currency in order to do the things we need to do and be in great self-care. Until next week, I'm Julie Steelman. Thanks for listening to the Prosperous Feminine Podcast with Julie Steelman. Visit juliesteelman.com and subscribe to find out more.